What's up, what's up, everybody? It's your boy, Kendall K. Howe, and I'm back here with another episode of, uh... I did not make that shot. Trey Ball! Um, yeah, that was my left hand. Do, do not judge me, do not judge me. I'm a right-handed shooter anyways. I know y'all can probably tell by the way I just, just flicked it and just stew it out over. Don't, don't mind me. Anyways... That's not why we're here today. We're not here to talk about my skills. We're here to evaluate and talk about NBA players and what's going on in the NBA world. So, uh, yeah, as I am recording this on uh, July 11th, Saturday night, the late night jams over here, we got a lot of stuff to talk about. And it's very, very, I don't know. Let's get straight to it. So, <laughs> the NBA players finally finally arrived in Orlando. Uh, teams started pouring in uh, earlier last week and more teams, I think all teams are finally in the bubble inside of the, well, I don't think all of them are, yeah, all of them. Yeah, most if not all of them are inside the bubble in Orlando right now. Um, re- <laughs> one thing that's been trending uh, is when Joel B recently arrived as well because uh, he was one of the players who said, as many other players have said, that they don't trust some of the other players in the bubble and them following the guidelines when it comes to um, what is supposed to be done in the bubble. He arrived in a hazmat suit, a full-on white hazmat suit. Now, he wasn't fully zipped up. He, he, it would have been too hot for all of that. But he came in the full hazmat gear. Granted, he was taking pictures. So, Joel Embiid just being the troll he is. And uh, as all, as not only him arriving to the bubble. Other players, like I said, have arrived, and most of them, like DeAndre Ayton, uh, Josh Hart, Rudy Gobert, and Jordan Clarkson, and also Gordon Hayward, brought their gaming monitors and consoles with them, preparing to play games and stream live on Twitch. I know Josh Hart is a big Fortnite guy on Twitch. Uh, Gordon Hayward, I know he plays a lot of Call of Duty and other stuff. I think he's even sponsored by them, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, so, them guys, they, they are getting prepared to just be in the bubble and play games because they just like just like any other people. They like to play games, especially when they're in that environment when they can't do nothing but enjoy themselves and play games, which brings into another topic about these players arriving uh, in the bubble. And it's just something that's been circling around the whole entire internet is the food. I know that was like one big concern before going into the bubble, but now that the players are actually in the bubble and we're starting to see these pictures and people are posting videos of what it's like inside the bubble, the food has been one thing that a lot of these players have been finding issues with. One in particular, uh, the first picture that actually circulated around the internet was Troy Daniels and his plate of food that <laughs> was trending. And it is, I'm looking at it right now, it's just like simple fruit. In a cup, uh, some spinach like and kale mixed together, some chips in the bag. Everything just cupped up, just like a little simple meal. I don't know what it is because other players start posting their meals. Like Joe Ingles started posting his meal. He had uh, steak and shrimp, I think. It was like, and it was like steak in a cup, and it was already shredded a little bit. I don't, it didn't look too bad. John Morant even went on to say that he didn't come from a place where you spoon fed, so he has no problem with the meals. Um, who else? Somebody else posted some meals, and they just. They just keep talking about how bad it is. Some players saying it's bad. Some players saying it's good. Me looking at it, it don't look too bad. Like, granted, I am the type of guy who would like to eat anything. The only thing I would not eat is chips. That's probably the only thing I do not eat. Anything else I'll eat. Quality of food, like I said, it doesn't look too bad. But I guess comparing my lifestyle of a college student to that of a 
a millionaire, twenty-something-year-old Bobby, uh, some of the same age as me, if not a little bit younger, comparing my lifestyle to a millionaire's lifestyle of eating. Of course, they're gonna probably take what they're getting. It's mediocre or trash at best. But I look at it, it's like, eh, it ain't that bad. I mean, it's just, I mean, I guess because you expect with them being NBA players and the accommodations and them being in ESPN, Disney World, and these nice hotels on this campus, they think they was getting exquisite five-star meals. But, I mean, they're getting decent, they're getting decent meals. Uh, Joel Embiid himself even posted a picture saying that he's going to lose 50 pounds Eating the food there, and he had he had a lot of food there too. He got I think that man's what seven foot one, two sixty, two forty, between that range. Like he he eats a lot of food, so I I mean, <laughs> the tab that the NBA is gonna have to run on this food service they have for these players is gonna just be going up because there's gonna be a lot of demands that these players are gonna request, especially when they get into full play mode. Because right now, of course, as they're starting to prep and get ready and starting to go through their practices. They will require food, but when they start ramping up and trying to get into full gear of play, they're going to want to require more meals. But I guess as teams get eliminated, the the tab won't be too much. It's just, it's just funny to see that. Um, I know one play, uh, player in particular who went on his uh, Instagram live to post his room service and everything that was going on with J.R. Smith who recently signed with the Los Angeles Lakers. And he <laughs> was talking about how he couldn't get a blanket and he's just basically talking about how the room service there was trash. And he even said on his live that they texted him, they, I assume it's the NBA, um, telling him that he needs to get off his live stream, which he ended up doing. Because, <laughs> to be honest, there's been a lot of bad publicity being gained from the NBA um, because it is important, because of players posting their uh, environment, posting like what their room service is like, what the food uh, inside, this, uh, inside the hotels. So... I think, I don't know. I guess it varies from different hotels, but I guess with J.R. Smith being on the Lakers, because they get like one of the best hotels, I think. Cause there was like a, I saw like a picture on the internet that like uh, sorted out the different teams that were assigned different hotels based off their seating and I guess importance to the league. And you would think with him being on the Lakers that they would get the best, most exquisite type of hotel accommodations. But apparently not, because J.R. Smith couldn't get a blanket. Or maybe they just did it to J.R. Smith because J.R. Smith. I've heard LeBron James complain because let, let him complain. All, they, all hell would be broken loose. But <laughs> Dame Lillard, um, I think he, he posted a picture before he left, and he said he was he felt like he was going to the pen. And he also, uh, he, as a quote, he said that he's not trying to go there and waste a month and a half and go home. He's trying to – he's going there with the attention – to extend his stay and not just be there till what I guess could they against to what the middle of August because they only got to play eight games and then the playoff start after that. Um, so that'll be interesting to see. And I know Dame Lillard, he's one of those guys who's been driven. Uh, I think they can they can possibly slide into the AC. I know we talked about this a couple weeks ago. Uh, will they though? It's a possibility. I'm I'm hoping that John Moran, the Grizzlies, stay in and keep the AC just because I'm a big John Moran fan, and they earned it throughout the season. Uh, and it'd be intriguing for the Grizzlies to get back in the playoff scene, especially with this young core, and see how that team goes moving forward in the years to come. But for the Blazers to sneak back in, I think before the season end, I think they was an 11 seed. Um, so seeing them or a 10 seed, maybe I may be wrong, but they're somewhere in that middle to lower end of the 
uh, bottom four outside the AC, not bottom four, but the four outside the AC. Uh, to see them sneak back in because they're getting a healthy Nurkic back. I think Ronnie Hood is still out with his injury. But again, Nurkic back. Uh, they still got Hassan Whiteside. I think Collins is coming back as well to get those big back, which is very, which has been very integral uh, part of their team. They they can possibly they can possibly sneak back in and make it to the AC, and that'll be dangerous for the Lakers. Cause last time we see these two teams played was the first game back after Kobe Bryant's death. That's what Dane went off for. What he had sixty, yeah fifty, yeah sixty three or fifty some points, and he just destroyed the Lakers. We all thought. LeBron James and them boys was going to come in and just wreck cows in the name of Kobe Bryant. But Dan Lillard was the, was the hero for Kobe that day because he put on a show. I remember watching that. So, that'll be interesting going forward if, if that happens. Uh, but in lieu of all of this, with all of this going on, as I said, all these players talking about their environment and the food that's going on there, uh, how can these players, how long will these players last in the bubble in terms of like their sanity, uh, I know I just seen an article posted about how the players now have access to Disney World and Disney World uh, Magic Kingdom is now open as well, so they can at least have some fun with that. I remember seeing the Mavericks posted some little DJ part they was doing, Luka Doncic doing trick shots off the ceiling of the players. Seem like they're having fun for now, as it is only the first week. Uh, going forward, who's to say what's gonna happen? Because, granted, for me, for example. Like, when I was in uh, an environment, like, when I was in my AIT training, that's, like, just a bubble-type environment. You only limited a certain amount of spaces, can't go nowhere. It's all fine. And then you get some freedom here and there, but it plays a little part in your psyche. So, especially with these players, their family's not going to be allowed to be there for the first couple of months. Um, and as a point, like Stephen A. Smith pointed out, a lot of these men may be single, so you know what I'm saying. My fellas, I know I know what y'all know. But, but, you know what's going on. You got to thank these men. Some of them in their 20s, they're young. You got men my age, and they by themselves. <laughs> what they going to do? Now, I did see something that uh, Pornhub will offer free campsites for the players that's in the bubble. <laughs> So, I guess that's one way to get to get rid of some problems if they feeling, you know, if they feel like they need to get something out or whatnot. But, hey, <laughs> who's to say? Maybe they, uh, you know, I ain't going to go too much in detail about it. Y'all know what I'm getting there by just talking about it. So, who's to say? But in terms of, like, their just mentality and their, um, how, they, how long they can last in this bubble environment, and given that if – we're going to get down to two teams in the last game of uh, the finals will be played in October. Who's to say how long it's going to happen? And, and granted, like, hopefully nothing bad happens to where an immense amount of COVID tests come out to where they have to shut down the league again. Because it leads to my next point, um, where two, two important parts of the Miami Heat uh, players got tested positive for the coronavirus, that being uh, Bam Adebayo and Kendrick Nunn. <gasps> oh, excuse me. Now, Kendrick Nunn being an undrafted rookie who has played a very, very crucial part of the Miami Heat success this past season as a starting point guard uh, replacing Goran Dragic. Uh, Bam Adebayo, who is a first-time All-Star from the University of Kentucky. Wildcat. Uh, not saying I am a Wildcat fan myself, but I do go to the school. Still a Louisville fan. Uh, he, he had tested positive, and like I said, he played a very integral part of the team as well, averaging, what, 16 and 10 for the team, I think, over four assists as well. Uh, 
So, and I know that at least by the guidelines that the NBA has posted, uh, that they want to keep the players, at least if they test positive for the coronavirus, uh, away from the team for two weeks. And I granted the season has not started yet, and the season is uh, set to start in three weeks. So as of right now, it won't do too much damage, but they will miss out on some of that practice time that the, the team will have as they are in that bubble getting their reps in together. So I guess they'll, if you're doing timetable-wise, they'll get there a week before the, the season starts. So how would that affect them? I'm saying maybe not too much. Um, but who's to say? Who's to say that more players will test positive? Because as we've seen, there's not too many players in terms of percentage to the total amount of players that's already down there that have tested positive for coronavirus for it to be too much of a scare. And I think with the way that the NBA has been ha- uh, handling the situation of the coronavirus uh, positive test that they've been getting from some of the players and with this bubble environment, I think they've been handling it well and isolating the players very good. Because, like, as we've seen, now granted it was months ago, Rudy Gobert, who was the first uh, known NBA player to have the coronavirus, he's down in the bubble. Hey, man, Donovan Mitchell, was, they were the first two NBA players known to have the virus. They are down there. Uh, Jokic, who I've seen, who I talked about, I think I talked about him last time, about him uh, having the coronavirus. And they say he's having some travel issues getting from Serbia to Orlando as the Nuggets are already in Orlando, but Jokic has not arrived with the team yet. So they have to figure out some issues going on there. I haven't heard anything going forward about him arriving in Orlando yet. So that, but that's different, though, because him being from outside the country, traveling inside the country, makes it a little bit more difficult as well. So um, moving forward with that in terms of what's been going on, how these players are uh, going to be playing in the bubble, uh, there was a the NBA put out that they are allowing, they are allowing players to put statements on the back of their jersey instead of their last names. I take a little water break. Thirsty. Can you blame me? Uh, <laughs> Jalen Brown, who was one of the players who uh, who came out against the list that the NBA put out of the suggested uh, or yeah allowed names that they can put on the back of these jerseys. Now, none of the names included any of the victims that have been lost uh, to police uh, police brutality, but there have just been general statements uh, pertaining to Black Lives Matter movement or equality altogether. Uh, And Jalen Brown, who came out and said that he would like to see more opinions available to be put on the back of our jersey. I was very disappointed in the list. And many other players that came out to agree with him, uh, one being Austin Rivers, who said he wanted to put Trayvon Martin on the back of his jersey. I can I can see that because I can, I can see where he's coming from, especially Jalen Brown, who we have seen in the streets marching people in Atlanta uh, not too long ago, a month ago. Uh, he, him, and other players want to see more available options for the list of names of maybe some of victims that have lost their lives, like a Tamir Rice or Ahmaud Arbery or Breonna Taylor or George Floyd. They want to probably use their names in the back of their jerseys. I know um, one team chose to use, oh, the Mavericks, chose to use equality as their names on the back of their jerseys. All players have taken a stand and said they're going to use that as their names on the back of their jerseys going forward as they play in, in the in the league, for in the bubble. But there could be some more options. I personally, like I said, I personally agree with Jalen Brown. He's not wrong in this statement. I see there could be more options to be put on the table for these players to have more names and more uh, a variety in terms of the black, like pertaining to the Black Lives Matter movement, uh, to put on the back of their jerseys, because the list was kind of like bland and not too specific to get too in deep 
with what's going on to really push a message. Not saying that it like the, the names that they have put out can't push a message, but as far as like really pushing forward that envelope of what they trying to get across to people who is going to be watching these games across their TVs, across the nation, across different countries. Um, I feel like, like he said, it is a little bit bland and it could be more specific. So I agree with Jalen Brown on that. Um, and LeBron James, who, who's been seen as a leader of this movement in the NBA specifically and in the world to get, uh, as a nation or as a whole, I should say, um, he opted out to not participate in putting a different name in the back of his jerseys, um, but he, he is commending and saluting to everybody else who do. Uh, so that's something that's important to note because it is LeBron James and the NBA loves or the NBA sports world love LeBron James news because he is the greatest player right now. Second greatest player of all time, not the first. You want to argue with me about that? We can have an argument about that another time. Um, next, we have... This one hits uh, close to home, especially me being from Louisville. Um, Kyrie Irving, uh, he has announced that he's producing a TV special about the killing of Breonna Taylor and by the Louisville uh, police officers, uh, Brent Hankerson, uh, Cosgrove, and uh, I've got the other name. I feel bad for not knowing. I remember Hankerson. Don't ask why I know who Hankerson is. Anyways. <laughs> But, yeah, so Kyrie Irving has gone on to say that he is going to produce a TV special about this because as we've seen Kyrie Irving, when they was having their league meetings before they officially decided on what they wanted to do in terms of, like, pushing forward the message of Black Lives Matter movement for the NBA, he's been the one that has been very critical and wanted to push forward a stronger message and even was saying to opt out of playing and was trying to get other players to opt out of playing in order for the message to come across more for the Black Lives Matter movement. Now, granted, Kyrie Irving is injured, so I I mean I guess he was just trying to get everybody else to do this with him. He's not wrong for it. Like I said, he has he has a point to do that, but players gotta make their money, they gotta play still and I, like I said as I've said before, the NBA has found a good balance especially with them paying Black Lives Matter on the court. Uh, I think they'll be able to find a balance to where the players will still be able to spread the message and still play the game at the same time. But salute to Brother Kyrie Irving. As you all know, I am a Kyrie Irving sympathizer on this show because I do not like how all that hate that he be receiving from the media, they had deemed him a villain. I feel like and if you disagree with that, we can argue about that too. But I salute Kyrie Irving for taking his time to go ahead and to produce a TV special about this because as we've seen the police police officers who have uh, murdered Breonna Taylor are still free out there. Now granted two of them got fired but as we've seen with the other officers in different states they have not been prosecuted so I can see and not, there's not too much of a light shed on Breonna Taylor's case too I guess in a, in a global nation scale I guess some people would still forget about her so for him to take this step forward to want to produce a TV special to highlight this and talk about the issues going on in this nation right now is a great thing for Kyrie Irving I salute to him alright next thing I want to talk about let's get into some NBA rumors that's been seen this one this has been something I've been seeing a lot lately, and I've been seeing a lot of things building up to. Uh, it pertains to Devin Booker and the Phoenix Suns and that whole situation going out. So let me walk you through this and what I've been seeing, all right? So first, we have Josh Jackson, who got jacked by the Phoenix Suns. I guess that was two years ago. They got jacked by the Phoenix Suns. So, yeah, he, he was a two-year player. So he's a sophomore, so last year. So he got jacked by the Suns last year. Um, maybe even a year before that. 
Don't. I feel bad for not knowing. Anyways, so Josh Jackson, right? He lashes out at some fans on Instagram uh, as they was just talking. I don't know what was going on, uh, but I'll just read you what, what what they said. Some guy named I'm gonna give him a shout out. I guess I don't know who he is. Trey Day underscore twenty six. He added uh, Josh Jackson said, "Bro, we should have traded for Tatum, or we could have got Fox." Josh Jackson, but I love what you did for us. Just wish you were more productive. <laughs> Josh Jackson replied to that uh, comment and said, your entire organization is unproductive. And he's referring to the Phoenix Suns. Uh, that's the organization he's talking about. Stop blaming 20-year-old kids for 15 years of sucking. 15 years of sucking. Hold on, Josh Jackson. I used to be a Phoenix Suns fan back in my day when Steve Nash, who is my favorite player of all time, played for the team. 15 years ago from now was 2005. They were still good then. They were still good in 2006. Still good in 2007. Still good in 2008. 2009. And then Steve Nash left 2010. There were some decent years when they had Eric Bledsoe going Dragic on the team. Didn't make the playoffs, but they, they did okay. So, yeah, 15 years is probably too much. But I see what he's saying. Um, he also fired back at some guy named Trillzona who uh, said, We w- wish we didn't waste a draft pick on you. Harsh. Don't blame the organization. Booker succeeded. You are too busy knocking up 40 roads to improve. <laughs> I don't know anything about Josh Jackson knocking up 40 roads. I don't know nothing about this man's personal life. What he does in his free time is him. Don't got nothing to do with it. But <laughs> salute to him if he's not going to 40 year olds. <laughs> I'm on one today. Now, I mean, Josh Jackson replied to that. He said, uh, one player out of how many? Literally everyone who leads does great. If you think Book about to waste his career there, you just as dumb as you look. We all know the players aren't the problem. So, as I said, Josh Jackson is a former player on the Phoenix Suns. With him being a player on the team, saying this type of information can give uh, some credence to the fact that maybe Devin Booker is unhappy being with Phoenix. Now, as we look at Devin Booker's career, he has had a good, successful career in terms of his stats. Winning? No, because he's on a terrible team. I almost cussed. He's on a terrible team with the Phoenix Suns. He's been averaging over like 20, he had averaged like what, 23 points in his career so far. Um, He's been he's been a terrific scorer on the team. I think remember we let's not forget he dropped seventy points a couple years ago on the Boston Celtics. Granted it was in a loss, but we haven't seen that much of a high volume score since Kobe Bryant when he dropped sixty on his last game. And then before that we haven't seen such since well there's been some other sixty well I've been I've been playing sixty points performances. But he scored seventy. The last time we saw anything close to that was Kobe's eighty one point game. So that I mean for a guy who's being so young, and as he's starting to go up in his prime, because he's only, what, I think Devin Booker's only 22, 23 years old uh, right now, and he's been doing good in the league. So you don't want to waste his years, because NBA prime years is typically around from, what, 24 to 28, 29. Players still be better after that, but that's usually, like, the height of many players' careers. And people have been questioning if Devin Booker's been wasting or is he going to waste his prime in Phoenix? Now, granted, they have Jack DeAndre Aiden, who has been doing good besides when he got suspended for 25 games this season for PEDs. Uh, he has been doing good. Uh, now, this leads, stay with me now, because there's more stuff to uncover as to 
what Devin Booker's mindset is going or in Phoenix. So, there has been some rumors as well talking about Devin Booker has emerged as a trade target for the New York Knicks. Now, we all know that the New York Knicks is starving for NBA star. They haven't had one since Carmelo Anthony. Uh, even before that, Patrick Ewan, but none of those has been as big. Granted, Devin Booker is not as big as those names either, but Devin Booker can be an integral piece on a team. He can be a, a great second player on a team, on a championship team, maybe even third player, because as I stated before on my last show with Eddie Gill, um, how there has been some rumors about if the Knicks land Jason Kidd as the head coach, and then they can lure Giannis to New York and the free agency next season. So Giannis and Devin Booker, that'd be a good pairing. You know, I wouldn't that wouldn't be bad to see him. So that's been said as well. Now, granted, with New York being a, a bigger market compared to Phoenix, that'd be good for Devin Booker's brand. Uh, like I said, he's already a great player, and, and with him being the East, it gives him a more likely chance to make it to the All Star because in the West, it's going to be very difficult for him to make it as an All Star. In the West, especially like he made it this year as a sub, but we let's go into next year when Steph and Clay come back. Cause let's remember they both wasn't in the All Star game this past season or this season, I should say. So next season when we have Steph and Clay come back, you're, you're bound to have Harden, you're bound to have Dame Lillard, you're bound to have Russell Westbrook. Chris Paul made it this year, uh, he made it in. But what about Luka Doncic? He's a guard. He's still on the rise. So he's bound to make it. That's already six guards right there. So. It's only about, I think it's like what six guard slots on the All Star team. So who's to say? And like I said, him going to the East can better his chances because out in the East, I mean, you have Kyrie Irving, you have a Bradley Beal, you have a John Wall when he decides to come back. Uh, hopefully he's soon. Um, wow, the fact that I'm over John Blanks, uh, Kimball Walker. Um, I guess you count Ben Simmons as a guard because he plays point guard. Um, wow. Yeah, so <laughs> the fact that I'm sitting here <laughs> had to think about these names in the East shows that if he goes into an Eastern Conference team, that better his chances of making it into an All-Star team. Now, we're not done with this Devin Booker stuff. Hold on. So, there is also reports. So, according to SNY's Ian Begley, hope I'm saying his last name right, um, Booker was not happy. When the Suns decided to not pursue D'Angelo Russell in this past free agency. Now, we all know D'Angelo Russell was a free agent, especially coming off the All-Star season with the Nets last season. Um, and he ended up get, signing a max, a max extension with the team and got traded to the Warriors for Kevin Durant, essentially. But he was still technically a free agent. And he was very upset that the Brooklyn Nets did not go out to pursue him. Um, so, And we all know that, if you know, um, that Booker... Russell and Carlini Towns have this connection of friends, them three together, and many are pointing to maybe a future team up with them that's been speculated throughout uh, these past couple of years. Uh, we already see the Angel Russell in Minnesota with Cat, so essentially all they're missing is Devin Booker. Who's the same? If they if they all on the same team, hey, that'd be a good team to see to see D'Angelo and Devin Booker and Cat. Maybe I mean at, that, at this point they have to get Devin Booker to Minnesota. How that's gonna happen, I don't know, but. Also with that, uh, Dwayne Rankin of the Arizona uh, Republic reported at the same time uh, when this happened, when D'Angelo Russell didn't, when the Suns did not go after D'Angelo Russell in free agency, um, he reported the Suns, the reason why they didn't go after Russell was because they didn't feel Russell would be a good influence 
on him off the court. Now, we all know Russ, uh, D'Angelo Russell, fellow Louisville native, um, has had some issues off the court that the NBA like to point to, but everyone makes their mistakes um, with the whole Nick Young situation. And also uh, last year getting caught uh, with weed in LaGuardia Airport uh, before he came home for Derby. So there's like a negative connotation around D'Angelo Russell um, among some GMs and execs in the NBA because of those instances. But D'Angelo Russell has proven to still be a good player on the court, uh, as we've seen, especially with last season with the Brooklyn Nets, with him taking them to the playoffs as a sixth seed and leading that team essentially. Uh, as the, the head player on that team and taking a team that many didn't think was going to even be in the playoffs to the playoffs. And granted, they got beat in the first round, but that's still an amazing feat for him, especially becoming an all-star uh, last season as well. So, granted, they can say what they want about him because, like I said, everybody makes some mistakes. Now, granted, his got highlighted more uh, and people may question it, but hey, oh, well. I You, you want to keep... If I was him, you want to keep a player like Devin Booker happy because that's supposed to be your star player, your best player. So if you want somebody to come on the team, especially if you all trying to win, especially for that team, they need a point guard. Now, granted, they went and got Ricky Rubio instead. But D'Angelo Russell over Ricky Rubio, I'll let you decide who's better. That's, that's a no-brainer right there. But I can see where he's upset about that. So it seems that these things are just looming and Devin Booker is, is upset. Now, granted, he did sign an extension, I believe, if it, was not before, if it wasn't before last season, I think, I think it was. I think it was, was before last season that he signed an extension. I think it was a three- or four-year deal. I think it's a three-year extension. I may be wrong. Um, maybe I should have looked it up before I started this show. I know how I am. I, I, I do look stuff up, but, you know, I, I, I shoot off the fly, too. But, so he did sign. It was a three-year deal, I think. And so, I mean, sexy. So that means he'll be a free agent next season, I think. If not next season, then the season afterwards. So at that point, he'll have a choice to go wherever. Because that'll be his first year as a free agent, as most NBA players do. Most prominent NBA players do. They'll get in, they'll have a rookie deal, sign a little extension afterwards, and then become a free agent by the time they're around like 26, 25, 27 years old. So. Who's to say? He might. Something might happen. He might get traded to Minnesota. He might force his way out. Or he might go to New York. Who's to say? We don't know. Um, so that's my thing with Devin Booker. Uh, another thing, another play that's been going off. This is a little quick thing. Uh, another play that's been going off on fans on social media. He's a constant guy. That he, he's constantly doing this. Uh, Kevin Durant. This is, I like, this is why I like Kevin Durant. Um, he has no filter. And he, he's willing to go at you, whoever you are. You can be Joe Schmoll. You can be freaking Kendrick Perkins. <laughs> he go at anybody. Um, so he recently went at fans who had said that Dirk's ring, Dirk Nowinski's one ring, is more valuable than both of Kevin Durant's ring because as everybody be getting on KD. Me, I wouldn't say I, I get on him as much as I used to because before I was just – I ain't gonna lie, I was a little heartbroken that he left OKC and left my boy Russell. Like, dang, Kevin, we was almost done. Why'd you gotta leave? But people are still getting on him to this day. I, I let that go. People are still getting on him to this day and talking about how his uh, two finals MVPs and his uh, championship rings is not more valuable than Kevin Durant than, uh, than the one he got in Oklahoma. In Oklahoma. Yeah, in Golden State. So, <laughs> Kevin Durant just fired back at him. Because of funny comments, I just think I was just funny uh, just talking about. And then we also have 
we talk about players as they enter the bubble. Going back to that, we have Chris Middleton, reportedly, who has not picked up a basketball for three months. Now, we all know at this point, this, this, this was put out earlier this week, if not last. Yeah, this was put out earlier this week. Uh, Chris, that Chris Middleton did not pick up a basketball before he entered a bubble. How would that affect the team's play? Now, we all know Chris Middleton is an integral part of the Bucks team. Uh, he's the second best player on that team behind Giannis Antetokounmpo. How is this going to affect them, especially with them being contenders in the East? And they supposed to be the one coming out of the East because nobody's really looking at anybody else coming out of the East but the Bucks. Not saying that the Raptors and the Celtics can't. Maybe they can, but... The Bucks is supposed to be a team coming out the East. And for Chris Milton, for this to come out and say Chris Milton did not pick up a ball during this hiatus, it could be a little concerning. Like I said, considering that he's an important part of that team, we'll see how that play out. They are in the, they're in Orlando right now practicing. Maybe the juices, he, he just add a little bit of oil to those uh, to those joints and maybe he's going to be good. Who's to say? Um, another interesting thing that I've seen is that the Sixers, have decided to move Al Horford to the bench for the NBA restart. Now, <laughs> if you've been following this show, you all know how I feel about the, uh, about the Philadelphia 76ers. I do not like them. I do not like that team at all. It is, it's not their fault. They have some good players. But just as a whole, it's just a team, they do not just gel well to me. I do not like them. They can't shoot. The spacing on that team is awkward. I, I, I thought last season when they picked up Al Horford – I questioned the move because they already got a Joel Embiid and I hope we play center. But granted, he did play power forward in college. But since he came to the league, he has played center. So I was like, ah, I mean, he can shoot. He can play, mate. But y'all work well when y'all have good space because Joel Embiid is already a player that plays in the post. Not saying that Al Horvath is going to clog the paint, but he's going to be there sometimes. Y'all already got Ben Simmons who can't shoot. Tobias Harris is not that much of a prominent shooter. Then they got Josh Richardson who's a – a decent shooter, but not the best. So it was like, ah, I wasn't, they, they big, but can they really score? Ah, I was already iffy about their, their free agency sign. But them doing this and having them come off the bench, okay, maybe that's going to make, I hope it's going to open the floor more. Maybe they'll move Tobias Harris back to that four spot to have Ben Simmons run the point, kind of play in that dunker position to where he can kind of have open space and do whatever. Uh, I guess who would they lead to bring down the ball? I guess it'll be Josh Richardson. Or uh, I don't. I saw those. I ain't gonna lie. I saw those players. They don't. I, I, at this point, I can't remember who else they have on the team. Cork Moms. Maybe they'll have him start. He. I know they have. I know he did some good things for the team throughout the season. So maybe have Cork Moms start at the two to kind of stretch the floor and, and put more shooting out on the team. And I don't know. But that could be a good. Like that could be a good step in the right direction because. If this continued to happen, I don't want something's gonna have to go. If the seven sixes continue to be like this, something's gonna have to go because a lot of people have said that last season was a chance to even make it to the NBA uh, finals because they, they felt like if they would have got past the Raptors to be able to beat the Bucks make the NBA finals last season. But as we saw, the famous Kawhi Leonard shot the tiptoe into the basket, it went in in game seven, and it didn't make it to the finals. So something's gonna have to go. Either it's gonna be the coach Brett Brown. Or it's going to be Joel Embiid or Ben Simmons. Well, I don't know what else they're going to do. Maybe they'll even go back and do a, a reload again. I know Philly fans will not be a fan of that. But who's saying say what they're going to do going forward? And let's end the show on a good note right here. Um, 
I know a lot of people, including myself, have been requesting for this man to get back to the league. Jamal Crawford is back in the NBA. He's back. Jamal Crawford, along with Michael Beasley, have both signed with the Brooklyn Nets. As we have seen, they have the Brooklyn Nets have lost most of the players. One including uh, DeAndre Jordan, Spencer Dinwiddie, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, uh, Nick Claxton. Yeah, they lost a bunch of those players, integral players, very, very, very important uh, players on that team. So them signing Jamal Crawford, who I feel like you know, as Kyrie fit that you know Brooklyn Rucker Park basketball style, Jamal Crawford can definitely fit that same type of mold. Jamal J crossover, what? Come on now, he's gonna put it on the show. I, I, I'm happy for Jamal Crawford. As we last seen him with the Phoenix Suns, I think it's the last game he scored 50 something points. So it, it was, and that was not, not this past season. It was the season before, or I think, yeah, yeah. So no, it was last season. So I keep the fact that the, the NBA has went on a hiatus. I keep thinking of the 2019-2020 as a season that's already foregone. I'm thinking about the 2018-2019 season. That's the last time we've seen Jamal Crawford, and that's when he put up that 53-point performance against the Mavericks. Um, and he hasn't been in the league since. So, happy for Jamal Crawford to be back in the league. Happy for Michael Beasley to be back in the league as well. Uh, last time we saw him, he was on the Los Angeles Lakers and got traded to the Clippers. And they uh, soon, uh, after they got him an acquirement for Ivica Zubak, they released Michael Beasley. And there's been, like, clips of him going around the Internet of him uh I saw some of him just chewing in a in a in a session, hoop session. I don't know where it was at. Might be like he like he was doing all right. So happy for them two to finally get back in the league and get their chance uh, with the Brooklyn Nets. And granted, they probably won't do nothing because the Nets, with their team being depleted as it is, they I don't see them doing much in the playoffs. But next season, hey, they're there next season. Who's to say? But uh, yeah, that's all I have for today. Just wanna get on a quick little show, you know. That's not too much. <gasps> Excuse me. Not too much to talk about. There is enough stuff to talk about for me to put out a show. And I want to give out a show to you guys. So, uh, yeah. I'm done right now. So, uh, have a nice day, night, whatever time of day you're watching this. Uh, be good. Wear your mask, people, so we can get life going back to a new normal. Uh Support Black Lives Matter. If you ain't for the cause, I don't want you following my content. Uh, yeah, I'm done. You know I always end this weirdly. Peace out.